Douglas. Seven seconds to go. Three-pointer. Oh! Hutchins! Five seconds. Fires for three. Side goes outside. Heinrich gets it. Heinrich puts up the shot. It's too long, and Syracuse is your national champion. He's got to do it himself. Thomas, shake, crossover, step back. All right, everybody. Welcome back. We're here. For episode four of the student section, presented by Capital Sports Media Network. From high school to the pros, CSMN is the Capital Region's home for everything sports. Back again here with Trev and Kyle and Troy. Kyle, bring us in. What do you got to say? Welcome. What's going on, guys? I'm excited to be here. Student section is my first appearance. Glad I can finally make it here. Troy, Trev, how we doing? Doing pretty good. Pretty, pretty good, baby. The orange are in. It's time to go dancing, baby. Let's do this thing. Yeah, what's, what's seat of the Duke Blue Devils this year around? Oh, that's a tough way to enter the first pod, Kyle. That's a low <laughs> wow. blow, my friend. Wow, wow, wow. You know what? It's all right. You know, it actually honestly is a blessing in disguise because there'll be no bias in my bracket this year. So we'll leave it at that. Keep it PG for our, for our listeners here today. <laughs> if you are right. Blue Devils fans, uh, you'll see them in the NIT. Keep it, keep it going, Troy. Keep, keep NIT. it running. NIT. Not in the tournament. I get it. Not in the I tournament. Get I, get I get it. All right, we are pleased to be joined today by our founder of CSMN, Kyle. What's cooking? How are we living? Capital Sports Media Madness is cooking. That's what's happening. It's March, baby. I know all of us are excited about it, and I hope our Listeners are too. So we have Capital Sports Media Madness, our first event here at CSMN. Very excited about it. Make sure to go on our Instagram at Capital Sports MN and make sure you fill out a bracket. We have a post that will be posted every day from here until Sat Friday, sorry, when the tur- tournament starts. Make sure to fill out a bracket, gives you the directions, and make sure to put your first and last name is so we know who to reach out to when those cash prizes arise at the end of this tournament on April 5th national championship. We'll be doing a YouTube live stream for every single weekend game during this tournament, including April 5th, the Monday the national championship. We'll have our CSMN staff there. Jimmy and Trevor will be there sleeping there for, you know, a good month. So I think, uh, I think this is going to be a great opportunity to give out some cash prizes, give out some giveaways during the live stream and everything. And uh, I can't wait to hang out with the boys. Yeah, I think we're all definitely looking forward to it, um, especially Trev and I. We're looking for, uh, as uh, one of my favorite guys on Twitter, Mr. Josh Rodenthien, says, we sleep in April. March March is the time where we're just up watching basketball, doing our thing, doing something we all enjoy, and that's watching. What are you feeling, Trev? How are you looking forward to this event? Yeah, no, I mean, I've been looking forward to this event for a long time, ever since I had the idea and brought it up to Kyle and I think March is my favorite time of year because, you know, we go from here and then we go right into baseball season. And, you know, as the Yankee guy for the uh, for CSMN, I, uh, I'm i looking forward to this month and leading right into the big league season. So can't wait to get this started. I think it's going to be an awesome, awesome couple of weeks. Yeah, it definitely is. So anyone that 
is looking to be a part of Capital Sports Media Madness. Make sure to get in on this this week. That way you are eligible to win these cash prizes. We're giving away a gift card of your choice, $100 for our first place winner, $25 for our second place winner, and $10 for our third place winner. And then, like I said, every single YouTube live stream, we're going to have giveaways and stuff like that. For I think we're giving out a $30 gift card also during the national championship on April 5th. Uh, just going to be a great, great month, guys, and uh, I think it's going to be a great opportunity to grow CSMN and also build some relationships with our fans here. So really excited to get after it. Definitely something of interest from us all ever since it was an idea and I'm kind of glad we turned this dream into a reality and just everything going forward from here. Like Kyle said, it's going to be an exciting couple of weeks for us, exciting couple of weeks for you guys as well, and it's just something we're all looking forward to. Troy with Michigan finally being good. Trev, fortunately Syracuse got in. Yeah, I mean, going on from there, it's just going to wait and see. Wait and see what happens. Michigan and Hughes fighting for the natty, maybe. Oh, stop. I mean, listen, <laughs> I'm going to do this one time, okay? And this is going to be the last time. Probably not, but well, we are. They could just see that you winked into the we camera. We are a double-digit seed. And it is a foregone conclusion that we are going to the Final Four. <laughs> but not, not so fast, my friends. You we'll talk about talk it later. We'll talk about it later. Might happen. You wanted the 12 for Syracuse. You got the 11. You needed the 12, though. That's going to hurt. No, I needed the 10. The 10 would have made me feel great. Well, with all that being said, Kyle, it's been a pleasure having you join us this evening. Yeah, of course, guys. Thanks for having me on, and I hope to see you guys in the near future. This Saturday, March 20th, first stream, Capital Sports Media Madness. See you there. Peace, guys. Gentlemen, the real reason we're here tonight, we're going to go into our little in-depth of the first round. I think the easiest way to do this is probably to go corner by corner all the way to the final four and then go from there. Or do we want to – no, we're just going to do the first round, first round tonight because that's what this weekend's all about is the first round. Yes, sir. So first round tonight. We want to start with the number one overall. I feel like that's all that fits. I feel like we all have a consensus right now. So let's let's start this episode on the right foot and agree. All right. Agree that Gonzaga is gonna beat whoever wins the Norfolk State and Appalachian State game. Yeah, I mean, unless Niffy has a uh, has other ideas. Trev. Yeah, Gonzaga's winning this game by forty. Ooh, by 40. 40 the, real is, question, the real question in this game is, uh, do they cover? I honestly would be really interested to see what the line is, because I don't think Gonzaga's played a game in the last three, four months where they have not been at least a double-digit favorite, uh, rightfully so, because why they earned the consensus number one overall seed in the tournament. Um, but yeah, I think it's rather easy to say that we all have Gonzaga moving on. What's your, what's your like, your point as to what you say that's an outrageous line i would say anything over 30 i still would take that i i definitely i'm i see my thing is is how do you how do you just you got to be on real degenerate mode all right i know none of us out there are innocent 
to per se in the whole betting realm. I guess Troy technically is because technically he can't be betting. So I know technically he's never bet before. But, yeah, I mean, if we're going to go through and follow through with what we've been saying, and is that I know myself, I'm probably during this live stream going to put a little dinero on each game. Um, yeah, if I had to do it, I'm going to take Gonzaga with the spread. Yeah, yeah, I think I have to agree with that one. I don't see how they win this game by, like like I said, less than 40. It's going to be a blowout. It's going to be so bad. So next game in that bracket, the 8-9 game, two teams that fluctuated were really, really hot at one point. Both got into, I believe, around the top 15 and have now seen themselves as a 8-9 seed. Oklahoma, the 8 seed against number 9 seed Missouri in, the comp- in this uh, western bracket. Um, what do you guys think? Did Missouri really get get to the top 15 at one point? I know they were ranked. Yeah, I remember a game they played against Tennessee. It was a 7v12, I believe. Hmm. Let me fact check it real quick. No, but in the meantime, do you guys genuinely think that this is going to – who do you think is going to come out with the win? Either either way, I believe Oklahoma has taken this, in all honesty. As of the week of February 13th, which isn't that long ago, Missouri was up to number 10. They went on to lose twice that week. So they blew fell, it. Fell the 20th, lost to Ole Miss, fell the 24th, and then haven't been ranked since. Yeah, I still got Oklahoma. Oklahoma, I'm definitely going to agree with you there. I'm, I was high on Oklahoma early. I'm not going to back down. I think their competition during the regular season is going to help them prevail against an SEC team who really didn't face any sort of dominance this year with the fallout of Kentucky, obviously. So I'm going to have to go with Oklahoma as well. Uh, yeah, I agree. I'm also going to go with the Sooners. Um, I think that they're a really good team. In my opinion, okay. I think this is kind of a, a – this is going to be a good game just because I don't see either of these teams. Like, you know, they're both equally – bad in other situ in some rights of the game too so yeah i'm gonna take the sooners for this one yeah so that's two for two of us all being on the same page here well, that leads us into our first 12-5 game uh, create the creighton blue jays against the u university central was it central santa barbara no it's university of california santa california barbara. santa barbara the banana slugs niffy are you going to follow the consensus and give us our first 12-5 upset? Uh, no, I'm going to take the Creighton Blue Jays on this one. I just think that they outpower UC Santa Barbara. It's just it's a top conference team going up against uh, a little team. So I'm going to take I'm gonna take the Blue Jays in this one. Uh, obviously, if UC Santa Barbara is at 12, it means they're one of the better mid-majors. But I think Creighton uh, is just going to be too tough for them. Yeah, I mean, UC Santa Barbara has started off started off this year actually relatively slow, uh, but they're actually currently 18 and one in their last 19 games. I uh, again, I'm kind of agreeing and leaning more towards you. I don't see them as really a a threat to Creighton just because Creighton's size. I'm definitely gonna go Creighton here as well. I think Marcus Zagorowski leads them through at least the first round. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you guys. I'm going to take the Blue Jays. Uh, I think they're just going to dominate uh, in the paint. And uh, 
I feel I feel like uh, UCSB they they uh they'll hang around a little bit in the first 10 12 minutes but then they'll just they'll kind of Crane will just run away with it. Yeah, I feel like it's either hit or miss. Like the 12 seed always either upsets or they get relatively run over in most cases. Um, that leads us into our 4-13 matchup Virginia versus Ohio. Um, this is my first upset. Um, I believe Ohio is going to take down Virginia. Virginia has been struggling of late. Um, they haven't been dominant. They walked off. Sorry to say it again, Trev, with a three-pointer to beat Syracuse in the ACC tournament and then unfortunately had a positive test. I don't see – don't really see them succeeding, unfortunately, this year. I know they've been there, done that before. Tony Bennett's going to have them ready for the game, but – I think Jason Preston, the do-it-all guard from Ohio, he's averaging around 16, 7, and 7. is just going to kind of lead them through Virginia and lead them into a second-round weekend game. What do you guys think? I'm definitely going to – I'm going to agree with you. I think Ohio uh, uh, takes over takes over uh, Virginia. Um, I'm a firm believer of it's not how you start the season, it's how you finish. And Ohio ended their season on a 10-game win streak. Momentum so, definitely going into the tournament for sure. Yep, and uh, I I think they can ride that hot wave. I mean Virginia. I mean even against Syracuse, they lucked out. I mean they were letting Buddy Beheim do whatever he wanted, and that's not the defense you want to go in, into March Madness with. So I really think Ohio takes this one. Niffy. I'm gonna have to disagree with both of y'all. Uh, Understandably so. I I haven't seen a lot of the Ohio Bobcats this year. And obviously, I've seen a good amount of Virginia this year. I I like Virginia, uh, at least in this game. After breaking my heart, I just I, I have a tough time picking against the Wahoos here. So I'm going to go with Virginia. Uh, Sam Huff, Hauser, um, Kihei Clark are tough three to beat. So I just don't think Ohio has the manpower to match up against this team. While it's going to be slow, I'm going to take the under in this one. Uh, I got the I got the Cavaliers pulling this one out. That'll be your best bet of the whole tournament, taking that under. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that and uh, any game Loyola Chicago plays. Well, I will tell you this: Ohio's scoring almost 81 points a game, so I think that under could be a little bit concerning. Yeah. Harry Campito, for- shout out Harry Campito. He says you only live once. Never. You're too young to bet the under. But in in this case, Virginia's one of the best off defensive teams in the country. I think second best behind Loyola Chicago. So offense going to meet defense, and uh, I just think Virginia's defense is too good to to not win this game. Right. I mean, that's definitely understandable. They've all been there before. Well, not all of them, but a decent amount of them have been there before. Uh, I don't think any of them – actually, there may be a guy or two from the year they lost and then in the first round and then were part of the national championship team. But that leads us to the next round or the next game. In this Western bracket, the number six USC Trojans will be playing the winner of the Wichita State Drake game. Uh, I'll go first. I don't care who wins the playing game. I think USC beats whoever whoever advances between the two of them. I just think there's nobody on either the Wichita State or Drake that can contain Evan Mobley. Dude's averaging 17 points per game. He their front court is massive. It's, they're one of the top rebounding, top shot blocking teams in the country. And for a smaller team like Drake, who if I had to choose, I think Drake probably squeaks out a win against Wichita State. Um, I just think they're no match for USC. 
I'm definitely going to have to disagree. I think Drake takes the playing game. Um, and I read, I, I've said this all season. Drake's severely underrated. I mean, I mean, starting out the season 18 and 0, getting put on pause, and then finishing out like what? Well, what they finish out 24 and 5, right? Yes. And and you know, so I mean, yeah, USC has size. I mean, Evan Mobley, great player. Or don't get me wrong, but uh, March Madness hits where upsets happen, and I think I think Drake takes this one. Troy boy, my guy. I believe that Drake will be winning the playing game and winning this first round matchup against the USC Trojans. I agree with Troy literally with everything they said. They're severely underrated. Um, they played, uh, they took a game from Loyola Chicago, played them tough in the championship game as well uh, in Arch Madness. So uh, I, I think I have to take uh, Drake here. I think I have to take the Blue Devils inside. Uh, the only Blue Devils in the tournament this year. And uh, I, I just think we have to continue the tradition of a Blue Devil getting a win in the first round. Except, I mean, if they were playing Lehigh. Or Mercer. Or yeah. Mercer. Yeah, funny. Good one. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Bad Duke team still beat Syracuse by 30 at home this year. So that's, yeah, that's well, it really matters where there. everyone's sitting right now. And where's Syracuse sitting? In Indianapolis. Where's Duke sitting? In Durham. Oh, well, oh, don't worry. We'll, we'll get to that game tonight. Oh, wait, sorry. Uh, next, You're going to go to Houston to play in the uh, not-invited tournament. Nah, I, I don't – that's a little disrespectful. We're too Kentucky there because they're a bunch of lowlifes. Um, but Duke's too good for that. Too good for that noise. Yeah, shout-out COVID, by the way. Ruins everything. If it hasn't ruined anything for you guys, it probably will eventually. So that brings us to the next game. Kansas first. Eastern Washington. Be honest. Don't know what conference Eastern Washington's in. Don't care. Kansas wins. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we need to spend more than 20 more seconds on on this. Kansas wins. Kansas wins. Move on. Next. Next one's going to be a little bit more interesting. Um, seven seed Oregon plays the number 10 seed VCU. Um, I think Oregon, prior to losing in the Pac-12. Um, tournament to Oregon State, who actually went on to steal a bid, um, winning the Pac-12 tournament. Oregon had won 11 of their last 12. Dana Altman has gotten his squad definitely in the right, his squad peaking at the right time. I am definitely leaning Oregon here, um, just experience-wise. I don't, I don't know if VCU, yeah, VCU lost to St. Bonaventure today in their conference tournament championship. Uh, they got relatively dominated on the glass and just seemed unathletic to me. And I think that's something that Oregon has a lot of. And that's why I'm picking Oregon to take down VCU. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely agreeing with you there. I, I got Oregon over VCU. Like you said, uh, VCO, VCU is very small. And I think or- Oregon, again, it's, you know, oh they they just dominate the paint. And Oregon moves the ball very well. And in, in March Madness, you can when you can dictate the pace of, of a half-court set, um, that that fate re- relatively favors you. So uh, I think Oregon takes this one. Fellas, I disagree. Why? Uh, um, I am a, ve- a big non-believer in the Pac-12, and I think your schedule or your conference really makes up – to me, it makes up my opinion of teams, and I just think that Oregon really hasn't been able to you know, play against high-level qual- – or high-quality teams – 
Um, so I think that that's going to fare uh, against them in this situation. VCU, I just think that this is a, a prime upset pick. If VCU had ended up winning the conference tournament today, they'd probably be a higher seed. Um, so in that case, I don't believe that they're a true 10 seed. I think they're a lot better than their, what they're um, showing as far as a seed. So I'm going to take uh, the VCU this week or in this game. It's just tough. I get what you're saying. 12, but the Pac-12 is so bad. So I'm not bad. saying it's. I'm not saying it's not bad because it really is. But it's just something about coaching and veteran players, and it's something that Oregon just has more to adds more to that list than VCU does. Um, but and that this brings us to the last game in this Western bracket. Uh, Iowa against Niffy's tournament team from November when he put a little money on Grand Canyon University. First words he says to me are, tournament team, Grand Canyon. Yeah, Iowa's winning this game. Sorry, Trev. Yeah, no, I agree. Iowa, 100%. Shout out Fran McCaffrey, 518 legend. Um, and Connor and Pat. Yep. And, uh, yeah, those are his two. Those are the two that are on this squad. Yeah, uh, I'm going to Iowa. Not even going to hesitate. Yeah, move on. Iowa wins it. I think we can move on from the next game as well if we're going to go to the East. But You got Mount St. Mary's winning and then taking down Michigan too? Shout out to Mount. My guy, uh, Coach Dan Engelstead, uh, a true Southern Vermont champion. Shout out D-Payne as well. Uh, he, knows, he knows the Southern Vermont vibes, but no. Um, Michigan, not even close. Michigan. 20, 25 point spread in this one. If not more. Yeah. I would say 25. Yeah. I mean, even, even if this is a game where livers can actually just sit out because I know he's hurt now. He's got like, what a stress fracture. He could just sit this game out, honestly, and they'll be relatively fine. And, and, uh, yeah, Michigan's got this. God, you were gonna eat those words if something happens. You were just if gonna something happens. just munch on those words if something happens. If, and if, by and by some grace of God, we get a UMBC over Virginia and Mount Saint Marys or Texas or yeah or Texas Southern wins this game. You're just gonna eat those yeah, if he I ends mean, up sitting out. I well, mean, let's just put it this way: I don't see that happening. They'll probably be like saying, a 99.9% favorite considering they brought. A two seed to the last play of the game and a chance to beat them without their best player. So I'm not I'm not saying that it's going to happen. I'm just saying if they sit livers for just because they're saying oh we're only playing the Mount or Texas Southern and they end up losing, that's that's just a bad look. You are a hundred percent correct, but it's not going to happen. So yes, I, next I game that. LSU against St Bonaventure. I know who Niff's taken. Niff made a very, very, very bold statement as soon as LSU was listed as the eight line, and I'll let him kick us off. Yeah, LSU to me is one of the best eight seeds of all time. You know, I don't know. We had UConn make a run from the eight seed to win a national championship, but this LSU team is really good, and we saw it today. Um, Trenton Wofford dropped 30, uh, missed a couple key free throws to that ended up losing the SEC championship game by one to Alabama. Uh, Cam Thomas is a dog. Um, I think this LSU team, St. Bonaventure is a very good team, but they got screwed with this matchup. LSU deserves to be 
uh, in the six seed category for me, in my opinion. I just don't see like in this in this region you have BYU as the six seed, and I I struggle to find a reasoning as to why BYU is ranked higher than LSU. But yeah, I'm to Gold Tigers. <laughs> Go ahead, Troy. Yeah, uh, shout out uh, Mike Kennedy's uh, future school. Uh, I'm gonna take LSU. Yeah, I agree. I like LSU. I did like what I saw out of St. Bonaventure today. I think it is a tough draw for them, unfortunately, like Trev said. Um, they are currently looking like they're going to take an L in the first round. I mean, Cam Thomas is a dog. Kid averaged 23 a game this year as a freshman. Uh, he was all-SEC first team. As long as, like Trev said, his teammate Trenton Watford, who put together around 16 points per game this year. And their, uh, their vet, Javante Smart, put together around 16 points per game this year as well. Um, they could definitely score. Um, their only lack is usually their interior defense, which uh, St. Bonaventure does have size and a little bit of athleticism, so I could give them a little toughness there on the defensive side. But I'm definitely going to have to go with the LSU Tigers here. And then, Go Tigers! Go Tigers! Next game, another 12-5. Colorado, the Buffaloes, against a scorching hot Georgetown Hoya team. Led by head coach Pat Ewing, who was videotaped last night partying up in the locker room with his team, dancing to Drake's "Started from the Bottom, Now We're Here," and he was caught singing it, vibing to it. It's just a great story, guys. What do we think is gonna happen here? Do we think Georgetown stays hot, or does the break in the time in between kill their momentum? No, they're going right back to the bottom. Colorado over Georgetown. I hate Georgetown. Get them out of my face. <laughs> With that being said, uh, give me the Hoyas. Uh, they're moving on. I I was ne- I was never impressed with Colorado in all honesty. And George- Georgetown's hot. I mean, when you're blowing out a two seed in the Big East tournament and for to win win the championship, I mean that's got to say something, right? Like, I I think Georgetown is another team that's underrated, and I think I see them getting getting past. Yeah, cold start for Georgetown, but definitely like you said, Troy, you lean towards is how they finish. Not how they begin. Um, here's the thing. Uh, Colorado's one of the best free throw shooting teams in the country. To me, that's the end of games. I see it being a close game, and I think that's why I'm leaning more towards Colorado. So I will say uh, I think the break is going to kill Georgetown's momentum. I think if the tournament maybe started tomorrow or the next day, they would have had a chance to keep that roll. But teams get cold. Uh, they're going east somewhere. They're probably being cold weather, so they're going to stay cold. Uh, let's go Colorado here. Next game, Florida State, UNC Greensboro. Anyone think UNC Greensboro upsets Florida State? No. Fat no. All right, so we all have Florida State. The next one, Trev touched on it a tad bit when explaining his LSU reasoning. Uh, BYU plays the winner of a Michigan State-UCLA game. I personally am going to take Michigan State to beat UCLA and then beat BYU. I don't uh, think BYU. I'm in, yep, I'm in the same boat. I'm going to go with the same thing. It kills me to say it because I really wish it was Duke because I think that would have been an ideal situation for Duke to be a second-round team this year. Um, But Michigan State, unfortunately, got really hot against top five teams the last week and a half of their regular season. Um, So, yeah, it's Michigan State in that spot, not my Duke Blue Devils. But, yeah, I think Michigan State beats UCLA. Um, I just think their competition during the season, like Trev said, Pac-12 is relatively weak. 
uh, hinders them from being ready to play against a bad Michigan State team who still will come out victorious and then beat a BYU team whose only competition this year is essentially Gonzaga, who they lost to three times. USC once by 25 and lost to Boise State by four as their notable results for this year. So, I mean, in essence, that kind of just explains to me why they're going to lose to Michigan State, Troy. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with Trev. I think BYU is just very out of place. I don't I don't believe that they should be a six seed in this tournament. Um, so, yeah, I do got Michigan State over UCLA, and then I do have them beating BYU. I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing that we're all kind of trending in the same direction. The general idea is to go against the public, and we're all kind of trending in the same direction. So if you're listening, unless Troy picked them to upset them, just bet against me and Trev. <laughs> Great minds think alike. Um, but that goes, hey, wise people do tend to say that, but hopefully uh, it pans out for us. All right, this Texas is, this is not going to go Christian. well. Hold on, I'm just going to say this. This is not going to go well for the CSMN staff because we all have identical brackets. Yeah, we're – hey, I mean, it's the first round. Uh, it tends to be not the make-or-break rounds for the brackets. Um, yes, it does. What do you mean? Yes, it absolutely does. It's very, very unlikely that you see a team that you pick to win the national championship exit in the first round. The uh, points don't mean as out, much. All right, just one out, time. Shout-out Georgetown when they lost to Florida Gulf Coast. I had Georgetown in the Final Four, lost in the first round. Dunk City. Shout-out. Shout out Arizona when they had DeAndre Ayton. Um, I picked them to uh, to win it all, and they lost to uh, UB. And uh, weren't they yep. a five seed though? Yep. 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 They were really good though, and uh, I had Cal for I had Cal going to the national championship game with Jalen Brown. Cal. Uh, yeah, that Cal team was super underrated. I loved their draw. Had them going all the way to the national championship game, and they lost in the first round. So there's there is it it has potential. I don't see anything this year that ha, that screams first round like first round like not, or final four teams losing. Right. So I mean that's what I'm kind of getting behind. I don't really see anything too too crazy making or breaking. I mean, but it's March, hey, dude. This it is college basketball, now. like you said. No one. I I'm one of those people who never thought a 16 seed would beat a one seed. So, hey, I guess you are right. Anything can happen. Uh, it's a, We got for the number 314 game in this bracket, we have Texas versus Abilene Christian. I don't think anyone's taken Abilene Christian to beat Texas, correct? I will take Texas. I will also take Texas. Sounds good. That's a clean sweep for Texas. Uh, we go to a 7-10 game here. Uh, UConn, Maryland, another team I don't get. How they, so it will be the last time I mention it. Another team I don't get how they got in the tournament over Duke, other than I guess their regular season strength of being in the Big 12. But Big 10. Big 10, excuse me. Yeah, UConn versus Maryland. I'm gonna take UConn. They've been playing really good basketball lately. Uh, Book Knight's been eating, Mr. Book Knight. Shout out Andre Jackson from the five, five one eight legend, Mr. I'll dunk on your head. Uh, hopefully they get by Maryland. I'm definitely taking them. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to take UConn too. Book Knight actually kind of screams Kemba Walker vibes to me, so Ooh. I don't see him. I don't see him making the run that Kemba did. But can uh, Mr. Cole be his Shabazz Napier to Kemba Walker? Uh, no, because I see them losing uh, in the second round. Yeah, I I definitely I, I have UConn over this. I mean, UConn UConn's 
underrated Damn. In, terms of, Damn. In, in terms of athleticism. I mean, it's hard to, you can't it's hard to pick pick against them in all honesty. I mean uh, one of those teams in March, no matter how good or how bad their team is, you're like, well, damn, they've been here, done that before. So, I mean, that brings us into Trev kind of previewed it, the 214, or 215, excuse me. Uh, Alabama takes on Iona. Uh, Troy, I know you're taking Alabama. Trev, I know you're taking Alabama. Ah, not so fast, my friend. Yeah, I'm taking Alabama. I'm just kidding. Uh, Rick Patino, Iona, though. Good on them. Uh, you know, had a lot of canceled games and to come through as an eight seed and win the Mac. Good for him. It's good for Patino. I know he's had a He'll be back. He'll be in a high, of, he'll be at a high division one school. Yeah, again. for a lack of a better lack of a better word, uh, he's had a shitty situation. So um good for him. I I'm ha- very, sincerely happy for him. Um and the Iona program as well that I've seen play a lot in the past, so but they're gonna get smoked by Alabama. And I am Fully on board the Alabama train. Mm. Thank you to Cole, to Troy Schneider. Um, <laughs> Troy and I shared a warm embrace um, after the yep. semifinal game. Yep, um, after I got smacked in the head. You're right. You're right. I'm, and I apologize for that deeply, but the embrace was uh, it's, it brought it's a, the, it brought a tear to everyone on the footwear deck at Dick's Sporting Goods Crossgates all day. It's the uh, it's the little uh, it's the little things in life that make it was it was like a pop face. it was like a papa bear picking up his cub. <laughs> all right, Quite that's simply, what it was. Literally, I mean, and it was one of the easiest things I've ever lifted. Troy would just felt like a feather. Like yeah. I said, you also doubled my body weight. Yeah, true, but. Uh, <laughs> It was it, it was just a warm moment. It, it touched a lot of people. Yeah, we got an Alabama clean sweep here. Uh, the only thing Rick, Rick Pitino will be doing after this uh, this weekend will be doing uh, exactly what Drake said, maybe hitting up the strip clubs and casinos. Uh, that's about all he's got going to look forward Jeez. to after this weekend. That brings us down into the south bracket. Trevin Mine, or excuse me, Trevin Eyes, early favorite, who we thought was the consensus best team in the country. Baylor takes on Hartford. I think we can all agree here. Hartford's taking oh, – yeah, Baylor, obviously. Yep, 100%. Um, fully off the Baylor bandwagon as best team in the country, but, yeah, not not for this game. All right, moving on, Troy. I know you're taking Baylor. What would you say, Troy? It's almost like you guys should listen to me some more often. Yeah, you know? but the team that I think is the best team in the country is not one team that you said. That's all right. Is it the uh, team that I said? It is fully the team that you said. We will get into it later. Yeah. yeah. All right. uh, you're taking Baylor too, correct? Yeah. I'm glad your brain works cro- properly. All right, right to the 8-9 matchup. Um, I think it's, this is a really, really underrated matchup. I believe uh, this is the best 8-9 matchup we have. I 110% agree with you. Jay Billis honestly was talking about today um, in between conference tournament games on ESPN about how teams – who are going to finally be playing outside of their conference, may see success. Um, the team he first off the bat mentioned was Wisconsin. I think, unfortunately for them, they got matched up against a, a striving North Carolina team, uh, who also roster another 518 guy, Andrew Playtech. Uh, shout out to you when we beat you in our 13U CYO basketball tournament. San Ambrose champs. Shout out to we his had- grandmother for getting mad at me because I said he scraped the frosting off his Pop-Tarts. Hey, you know what? It is what it is. I do think they're going to win, though. I like North Carolina to beat Wisconsin. I think Wisconsin's old, slow, 
and unathletic. No, see, I think I mean I agree that they're unathletic, but um, in in my opinion, they're the experience factor doesn't hurt in this situation. I think you're playing up against um, Carolina's uh, North guys. Carolina, which is North Carolina, Carolina, no, North Carolina's experience too, which is why I think it stinks for Wisconsin that if they were playing anyone else. Uh, like you look at the other eight seeds, um, who do we got? It, you're playing against an LSU. Maybe you be, meet an LSU there, or even an Oklahoma. Um, I think you win that game. But North Carolina is just as experienced as them, so I think experience is is uh, off the table in this in this sense. So um, I'm gonna take the Tar Heels here. Yeah, I mean, quickly before Troy goes into his, when looking at these matchup previews that go through and. The ESPN Bracketology application puts together like notable results or results, excuse me. Um, it only has them with two notable wins, and to me that's alarming. They lost to Michigan all three times. They lost to Illinois twice. They beat Loyola Chicago by 14 really early on in this season. Uh, they lost to an Iowa team all three times. They lost to Ohio State. They lost to Purdue, and they split against a Maryland team who to me doesn't even belong in the tournament. That's alarming to me. Uh, At least North Carolina has wins against Florida State. Um, They had a really good game against Texas early on this year uh, where they ended up unfortunately losing by two. Um, They played relatively competitively to a couple of other teams. They beat Virginia Tech. Uh, They beat Duke twice. Um, Moving on from that, I just think that's why I'm leaning North Carolina. I think... Like Troy said again, it's going to be a commonality and a common theme throughout all March Madness. Being hot into March is key, and I think North Carolina is trending up while Wisconsin's trending down, so that's why they earned my pick here. Yeah, definitely, definitely got to go UNC here. Um, I I really think that this is going to be the game of the first round, but um, I think think that uh, it's really going to come down to the last four or five minutes, and that's when. UNC starts to take over. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's about it for me. Our next one. You guys, last week, while I was on vacation, essentially eliminated this team from having any sort of contention after losing Mr. Gillespie. And I'm going to ride that wave. I think Winthrop takes down Nova in my mm. first 12-5 no! upset. No! No! I was wanted to go off the rails with this one and say that Winthrop was winning this game and be the only one. And then when it happened, I could sit and look at you, throw up the L, tell you that you're wrong. But I'm with you on this one, Jimbo. I think the Golden Eagles take this game. I am fully on board with you. I just think, like we said, with no Gillespie, they still have Robinson Earl who could probably, who could carry them maybe through the first round. But, um, I don't, I don't know. I just see them faltering. Um, I'm going to take Winthrop. Damn, damn, damn. I thought yeah. I was going to be the only one. Yeah, I'm going I'm to disagree with you guys. I got I got Nova um, coming out of the first round. Losing Gillespie is, is detrimental to them, and that's why I think it's going to be a much closer game. And it's, it's going to be played like it's an 8-9 game instead of a 5-12. But, yeah, I think Nova really pulls it out in the end. Yeah, I mean – Trev, not looking good for us. It's a dog we both picked and Troy didn't pick. But, hey, you know what? No way he shoots 100%. Yeah, hammer, hammer the cats. No way he no. shoots 100%. Hammer the cats. Hammer the cats. 
him or the cats. I don't care. <laughs> he picked it. He picked it. We didn't. It's over. I mean, <laughs> may might as well just they might as well just take winter bout due to COVID and just say just give the reason. Schneider. <laughs> they got Schneidered. They got Schneidered. Four thirteen matchup Purdue versus North Texas. Uh, I think the Boilermakers take care of business here. Yeah, I'm going with Purdue. Yeah, they glide right to the round of 32 on this one. Give me Purdue. Where they take on Winthrop, not Villanova. Right, Trev? Uh, yeah, no, 100%. All right. Uh, that 95%. <laughs> that 95% backwards. That Maybe 93 now. I'm just kidding. I, are... I might flip my pick. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. I think maybe right before... Right before the actual tournament kicks off, the three of us will get together and kind of share our final brackets before March Madness officially kicks off. That'll be something interesting for us to see if we actually stay through with what we're saying now and the 72 hours and so on before the first round starts on Thursday, I believe, right? The first four games are on Thursday? First four games are on Thursday. The playing correct. games? Yep. That's right. All right, the six-seed Texas Tech Raiders, led by the Mack Truck, Mac McClung. Mac Bus. Take on Utah State. All aboard, baby. All aboard the Texas Tech Mac Bus, straight to the Elite Eight, baby. Wow. All right, that's I a, have that's a them a different time. all the way, going all the way to the Elite Eight. So this game against Utah State going to be for breeze it's a breeze oh okay well, give me this one uh, no free no free brand no deals free for ads. Breeze, if you hear no that free ads. Uh, uh, no free ads so we'll say uh, uh something about lysol well so nope, we, that's a brand too okay whatever let's just move on <laughs> troy texas tech yazerski hey yazerski shout the out elite eight troy shout out 21 no, savage how far how far you see them going sweet 16 uh, Ohio State. Yes. I'll tell you this: this is the only game they're winning. So, cap. Uh, that's lids, buddy. That's a cap. The you next matchup. Beating them. The next matchup we have a thriving SEC school outside of losing, unfortunately, falling to an LSU team in the semifinals. Arkansas takes on Colgate, who Niff today was like. Don't be surprised if they're a, a second-round team. And then saw them matched up against Arkansas and then said what? Give me Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just Arkansas is way too athletic for this Colgate team. Well, Colgate, second in the country in scoring per game. You know, they get a tough draw against a good SEC school. So um, I don't believe they deserve a 14 with how good their offense is. But, yeah, uh, give, me, uh, give me Arkansas. Yeah, Ar- I believe it's Ar- something we, we talked about at. Dinner tonight. I think Harry talked about it. I mean, I believe he said they only played against like the same three or four schools for yeah, the entirety of the their Patri- regular season. Yeah, the Patriot League didn't allow schools to play outside of a certain pod um, to eliminate travel. So Colgate was unfortunately limited to three other teams until they got to the tournament and then went through the tournament. Right. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely taking Arkansas too. Troy? Arkansas all the way, baby. Arkansas, baby. The Razorbacks on to the next round. And they go home there. Well, we'll see about we'll see what the 
the Mac bus, the Mac truck has to say in that second round against a very tough Arkansas team. Brings us to the 7-10 matchup in the East region. Florida versus Virginia Tech. Um, this is a toss-up for me. I think this is one of the harder games to pick. Um, Florida still playing without Keontae Johnson, I believe, who unfortunately had that little medical situation he had on court early on in the season. Uh, definitely has hindered them in the success they hope to have. Uh, boys, what are we thinking? I'm honestly going to hopefully have one of you guys persuade me here because I'm honestly unsure. Uh, I'm going to take Florida. Yeah, uh, losing him is uh, it was a big loss early on in the season, but I still feel that they, they were playing pretty good basketball. As for Virginia Tech, uh, I haven't watched them too much. Uh, I got to do my research more. I just know more about Florida now. Oh, than I do about Virginia Tech. That's the biggest reason why I'm taking them. Yeah, maybe travel, switch up my pick. Uh, no, you're either going to ride with me or you're not, um, and I'm not going to give you an explanation here. I'll take a Virginia Tech. No reasoning, just Virginia Tech? Nope. All right, Niffy picked Virginia Tech, so I'm going to stick my pick with Florida. So, I mean, that means I have to go with Troy. Okay, do what ride you want. The hot, ride the hot hand, Florida advances. Do what um, you want. Doesn't Ohio's, matter, they're losing in the next round. Understandably so. Uh, Ohio State, <laughs> Oral Roberts, Ohio State, guys. Relatively simple, straightforward. Yep. Send them on. All right. Then we're going to head out to the Midwest region. Um, first game, my new number one team. And when I say number one team, I mean the team that I think can beat Gonzaga in the national championship. The fight in Illini. Take hand, take Drexel down very easily. I agree. I agree too. I but I don't agree with them being the best team in the country. If you are if you looked at the bracket my bracket that I sent you guys, uh I don't think you'd you'd really like my pick. I I mean I got them going to the sweet sixteen, but I got my boy Cade Cunningham and OSU taking up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. Yeah, Um, let me let me tell you who Cade Cunningham is gonna have to go through. Hold on a second. Time out. Let me give my pick. Okay. I agree with Illinois in this one. We will get to the next game. But they don't go any farther than that. A second round exit for the fighting Illini because Gonzaga is the best team in the country. Go ahead, Jim. Go ahead. Who, 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 all right. So, I mean, that clearly illustrates who you were probably going to go with in your 8-9 game. 100%. And if you know me, you know that I am in love with this team. It is my second team. We'll get right into it. The 8-9 matchup. The go Ramblers of the Loyola Chicago against the 9th seed Georgia Tech. Boys, Loyola Chicago, the best defensive team in the country. There's absolutely no shot. Again, Hammer the under. Loyola, Chicago, Georgia Tech. The Ramblers moving on to the second round, round of 32. Troy? Yeah, um, honestly, early on, first glance, I did take Georgia Tech, but um, <laughs> uh, uh, I'm going sw- to switch it up. I'm going to go with uh, LC, Loyola, Chicago. Like, like uh, any great basketball coach will tell you, uh, defense wins championships. So... Yeah, Loyal Chicago, they they can keep this team on under or 65, 60 points. I think this will be a pretty good dub for them. Yeah, I guess I'm just going to go against the both of you then because Georgia Tech wins this game. Okay, so 
how far do you see do you see Illinois in that second round game? Illinois, Loyola, Chicago, Troy. What do you got? Uh, Illinois. Smart man. I great. Illinois got way too many weapons for them. Like. No, I'm not saying Illinois is a bad team. It's just if I just Loyola Chicago is so good defensively. And, and Illinois is so good offensively. And yeah, but I'm always a big Yes, I get that they're good at both. Okay, but I'm just big on defense over offense. If and you think that six foot eight, two hundred and fifty pound Cameron Crutwig has any sort of shot at containing or even halting any sort of offensive game from Kofi Coburn? You're crazy. No, I'm taking Loyola Chicago over Illinois in the second round. Wow. Well, there you, there you have it, folks. A certified lock. Georgia Tech and then Illinois. <laughs> next <laughs> next <laughs> matchup, we got a 12-5 matchup. Tennessee, Oregon State, boys. Uh, who we got? Nef, I'll let you kick us off here. God, I wish they matched some Tennessee up with a good team. I hate Tennessee this year. Oregon State's not good. Um, I have to go with the Falls. I hate to say that, but I'm taking Tennessee. Detroit? No, I'm going to take Oregon State. Okay. Uh, I mean, they, they both stink. Why yeah, is they that? both stink, but I think Oregon State stinks just a little bit less. You know? <laughs> I, mean, I mean... I think that they're just this much better. I mean... Nothing. I'll 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 be the one to say it. I'll I'll call this the toilet bowl of the round of the 64. You know. 100%. Niff, let me tell you this. Would you sit here and tell me if you were say just reading a blank page and not knowing the teams matched up against one each other, and you look at a roster of a team who in their last 15 games went eight and seven, doesn't have a score on the team who averages over 12 points a game. Would you tell, look at me and tell me that that's a team that you would take to win? No. no. Then why would you take Tennessee? Because Oregon State stinks. They They're just want the Pac-12 bad. tournament. It, it's the Pac-12. Congratulations. Okay, the how SEC far is Tennessee? Out, the SEC outside of Bama and a little late surgence of LSU and Arkansas isn't a conference to just sit there and just be like, oh, well, they went through the SEC this year. That's why they're a game over 500 in their last 15 no. games. Okay, this is you guys are missing the point here. Both teams stink, so you have to go with the better of the wor- of the two bad teams. Yeah, and in this case, te- no Tennessee plays semi decent defense. I I just don't see I don't see Oregon State winning this so game. So when that's you, I'm taking Tennessee, I just because I don't see them winning this game. If they were to play Liberty. The next matchup with Liberty, a 13 seed, I would take Liberty because Liberty's really good. So when you look when you look at teams, there were in in March you're relying on what? You're relying on your backcourt, right? I when I look at a team, I look at conference, I look at records against against other tournament teams, and I look at defensive metrics. Those are the three things so, that I see. I see SEC, I see. A decent record against tournament teams, and I see a really good, and I see a not really good, I see a good defense, and that's why I'm taking Tennessee. With Oregon State, I see really bad conference, I see very minimal games against tournament teams, and a very bad defense. That's why I'm taking Tennessee in this game. I mean, you have you have your points. I'm gonna roll with Troy again here. I like Oregon State. Um, they're a hot hand. 
Tennessee, I, I haven't liked Tennessee all year. I know it's a, like Trev has said and reiterated a couple times, it's a bad 12-5 game. But to me, that that means the bad 12-5 game probably turns into a really, really good basketball game. And I just think Oregon State is, they're stepping on the gas at a good time. They're, they're going full throttle and gets them through at least the first round. Hey, Trev, how would you rank uh, USC, number 24 ranked? USC, how would you rank them? I don't think I would. You don't think you would? So, USC, number 24 in the country, lost by two to Oregon State. Yeah, this, the Pac-12, guys, I don't know how many times I have to tell you. But that's not what Pac- I'm saying. I get Because it's, Pac- it's just so bad. The Pac-12 it is, is it so is a, bad. It is a bad question to ask Trev because I believe he took whoever – you both actually took whoever plays against USC. Yeah, now we both the only took person. Drake. I was no, the only person. I, I'm just saying earlier in the season, Oregon State beat USC, and USC is ranked 24th in the country now. But it, I, 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 right, because they're winning games against bad teams, and the the whoever vote the AP poll doesn't take a look at who they're beating. They just see, oh, they're 17 and six. They have to be a good. They have to be a good team. Right. No one watches the Pac-12. It's just such bad. Ba- <laughs> Degenerates do. Yeah. Okay. It's it's just such bad basketball. There's no good teams out there, and I and I I would literally find myself like rolling in my grave if I took a Pac-12 team this year. I just can't do it. So you're, they're, you're they're wiping bad. the board with any team from the Pac? Yeah. I just think I just what other I mean why why would I I mean especially if USC is going to end up matching up. I think even if Wichita somehow beats Drake, I still think whoever the 11 seed is in that game wins that game. I, it doesn't necessarily have to be Drake. Wichita can beat, can easily beat. I think the American Conference is way better than the Pac-12. That's tough. You I have, mean, that is tough. You're not, you're not entirely wrong because obviously everyone's open to their own opinion. But I mean, let's, let's. I guess we can only wait and see. Trev could either be completely right, completely wrong, or somewhere in between. Moving on to the four surprising four seed Oklahoma State against Liberty. I think um, we all were a little shocked that they were a four. Um, I I thought they could have been as high as a two, maybe instead of a team like Iowa. But they are a four seed. They got to play where they're placed. Um, They're definitely going to take down Liberty. Yeah, Liberty got boned on this one, to be honest with you. Um, that's it's just a tough draw for them, and uh, that's why they're they're just gonna be done in the first round. OSU moves on. Uh, yeah, give me Oklahoma State all the way to the Elite Eight. The next game, we don't even have to ask Trev Troy, so this discussion is gonna be for me and you. San Diego State takes on the Orange from Syracuse, New York. Uh, Troy, who you got? I'll take uh the Syracuse Orangemen. Uh, they're coming into this tournament with a chip on their shoulder, you know. They're coming off a tough loss to Virginia off the buzzer beater. Yes, Trev, we have to bring that up. I apologize. But, you know, San Diego State, I, I felt they were pretty overrated this entire season. I never saw much out of them. And Syracuse, I watched a lot of Syracuse basketball. And they had spurts where they were or they looked like one of the best teams in the ACC. Uh, and then they also had spurts where they looked like a Division two basketball team. And, and but That's being I do, Yeah. I, I do head coach is a murderer. <laughs> I Yo, do. Oh my God, Jimmy! Like, 
Your head coach fakes injuries to get his team motivated. Get coach out of here. K fakes an injury? Yes, bro. He literally faked a back injury just so he's motivated his team to start winning games. It don't work. Oh, my God. Yeah, but oh, push comes to shove. I got Syracuse. Thank you. Are you taking Syracuse? Me? Trev. Yes, you. Does a bear poop in the woods? Like, come on. Do you finish a meal? Stop. Syracuse winning. The, I mean, even if I wasn't a Syracuse fan, I'm taking Syracuse in this game. I'm not. I'm gonna take San Diego State to beat yeah, Syracuse. Yeah, you don't. You don't know college basketball. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. Team that scores 75 points a game and only gives up 60. Uh, team's BPI rank who is 18 to compared to the 33rd. Team who has been relatively hot, beating other teams that are in the tournament. Uh, beating Utah State. UCLA, Boise State. Boise State didn't get in, actually. No, um, snub. Yeah. But uh, they have a top 10 defense. Syracuse went in trouble this year, struggled on the offensive end. They really have an inefficient offense, for me to say nicely. I know it's whatever. Um, they are really, really good on the defense, defensive end, though. Um with that 2-3 zone. But I just think San Diego State takes care of business. God, I the wish this go- game was on was going to be during one of our streams. It's on Friday night, though. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, that's definitely sad. I mean, especially me and Brandon, our team isn't even in, so it would have been cool to watch teams that we can actually root for. I think Troy's game is on during our stream, but it's going to be a yawn fest, hopefully. Troy can hope for at least. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I'm gonna go San Diego State. Next game, the West Virginia Mountaineers take on Moorhead State. West Virginia wins. I think we're all in agreement. Yep. Give me uh, Jordan McCabe and the uh, West Virginia Mountaineers. What's your obsession with their backup point guard? YouTube <laughs> sensation, Jordan McCabe. Sensation. Man yeah. was a mixtape legend Amen. coming out of high school. Hey, if you watched Overtime a few years ago, you would know how good this guy really is. Jeez, dude, Joe Girard was on Overtime. Not as much as Jordan McCabe was. And Joe yeah. Girard starts now. He doesn't deserve to. That's, 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 that's a different topic. That's a different topic. Not saying I disagree. But. And this runs us into our second to last game. The Clemson Tigers take on Rutgers. Where the Rutgers led by who, Trevor? Who's Rutgers led by? Yes. What That'd NBA be... legend? Son. I don't know. Geo Baker and Ron Harper Jr.? There you go. Ron Harper Jr. I didn't know Ron Harper played in the league. Never heard that name before. Never heard of Michael Jordan? Yeah. You ever heard of Ron Parker, the point guard? No. Man, maybe you sound like a moron now. I appreciate it. But I'm not. Even, I'm taking Clemson. This, Rutgers has been really bad of late. Uh, Clemson, 100%. I'm rolling Rutgers. Wow. I, I haven't. Clemson has not impressed me at all. They started off relatively hot early on in the year and just have been abysmal since. They don't shoot the ball well. They do move the ball relatively decent on offense. Um, but. They only have, like, one player averaging more than 10 points per game. 
and they play around 11 people. And to me, that doesn't deem any sort of success. No rhythm. No momentum. And Rutgers, actually, fun fact, beat Illinois this year in December. So I think experience yeah. in that uh, conference what, was will help that before Was that before Christmas? I believe so. Yeah, I don't count games after or before Christmas. <laughs> yeah. If only things work that way and Duke could eliminate every game they played before Christmas, they probably would be playing in, in the tournament. In that sense, they'd be in the tournament, but I, I don't know. The committee doesn't do that. I do. <laughs> I would be better to pick this field than the committee. I'm just putting that up. Right. Um, yeah, I'm going to agree with Jim. I got Rutgers. Um, oh, my God. We got a bunch of morons on this podcast. Oh, my God. Dude. I can't wait till Clemson wins this game by 15. Dude, they can't, they <laughs> can't score that much to win by double figures. Jeez. Very true. They they are only averaging an abysmal 65 points per game. I'm going to bring out Trevor Lawrence. 63. Trevor Lawrence is going to play this game like you play that intramural basketball game. They might need shove him. that kid. They might need him. No. He'd be their best player. <laughs> oh. Nick Honor, Amir Sims, Clemson's winning this game. Geo Baker has not been good of late. Uh, Ron Harper has not been good of late. They had that really good fre- – the supposedly really good freshman, the center Johnson, I think is his last name. Yeah, he stinks. Uh, Clemson's winning this game. No questions asked. Next game, please. Thank you. It's actually going to be our last game. So the last game of the first round – Houston, Cleveland State. I hate Cleveland State. Give me Houston. Nightmares about Cleveland State. Why? What's the nightmare about Cleveland? Well, eight-year-old eight Niffy was sitting up there in the carrier dome munching on some dome popcorn. Not a worry in the world about his third-grade English or English homework. When Cleveland State comes in in a year where we were poised to be really, really good, and it's tied. Late in the game, and uh, they inbound underneath the Syracuse basket, and one dribble and a 74-foot heave that ends up going in. And I drove home all the way home, just in tears because I I because you didn't I, have a bev for that salty popcorn. Oh, dude, one of the worst game, one of the worst experiences of my life. I'll never forget it. It was a hell. It was it was an unbelievable shot. If I was older, I probably would have appreciated it, but eight-year-old Niffy wasn't a fan. <laughs> was not a fan. My dad, not a fan of me on the way home. <laughs> Too much tears running through. So much emotion, dude. I, that was like that was back when I hung on every Syracuse game where I watched religiously. And I mean, right. every year, you know, when they would get eliminated in the tournament, I was I was a wreck. I was I would always cry, like you know, like <laughs> a little baby, but. It's just, I mean, I love this team more than a lot of things. So it just, uh, that that game stunk. Let me put it that way. I think that's a little little touching story to lead us into. I, it just leads me to say, I hate Cleveland State. <laughs> Cougars by 100. Houston covers. That's, hey that's going to be the. My pick. Um, you know, with this. Last game, you know, want to make it a little bit fun. Yeah, two fifteen. Mm, give me Houston. Yeah, thank Smart you. Man. <laughs> say it, say it with me, Troy. Cleveland State sucks. <laughs> All right, and that leads us into the last segment for tonight. Troy's favorite, not so much mine and Niffy's. I hate this segment. It was my idea, and I hate it. 
dog of the day. We're going <laughs> to give you one. That's, that, that's Troy's been the Me and Jim have A little chihuahua said Troy's great thing. We've been the dogs. Troy's been a dog. We've been the DOGs. Troy's been the D-A-W-G. To put it promptly. Niff and I are rocking an 0-3 record. Looking to get game ground on Troy's spotless 3-0 record. So if anyone is listening to this before... And we do hope it definitely will be before the games this weekend. 100% before the games this weekend. Troy, so this is going to be a little bit different. Um, with games being Friday and Saturday, our live stream being Saturday, don't forget to check us out. Um, On YouTube, su- subscribe to the YouTube. Just went down today being Sunday. Be sure to log in YouTube, Capital Sports Media Network. Uh, subscribe. Make sure to come check out the stream. Like, comment, interact with us. We'll be sitting there. We need some interaction, people. I can't just sit and deal with these two bozos for 12 hours. Okay? I need other people. Please. <laughs> Please. Okay. And yeah, def- definitely help us out, too, because we're going to be sitting there. Trev's going to be itching, especially if uh, the people of age have a little bit of the beverages. The beverages are flowing. And... The money is arising on the games. Let's just say it's going to be a good time. It's going it's, it's to be either a very fun... Oh, it's going to be a very fun weekend. It's, it's either going to go really, really well, or it's going to be a long Saturday for, for the boys. Saturday, Saturday and Sunday. I'm going to regret taking off work. Um, one thing I do want to add, um, I think we're going to try and incorporate it when the when uh, the time comes. It's a, it's a little side segment to what we're going to kind of get into. Um, I brought it up to the boys uh, first week. Uh, we couldn't really find too many details on it, but tonight, oh boy. I know we talked about it earlier, but those gambling boys out there. Oh, my God. <laughs> we had a bad beat today in one of our conference championship games. And unfortunately, Trev and our boy Harry, I know you're listening, um, struggled as – our as we were getting our beverages at Buffalo Wild Wings, uh, no free brand deal. Sponsor us, Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, um, please sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> we're sitting there. Trav has the fight to line I minus five and a half. Yeah. Tra- uh, Harrison has the minus six. Um, in, in, a, in the for the last leg of a parlay. <laughs> Harry for his last leg of the parlay. By let me just talk about this quick. Matt is on the biggest cold streak. Oh, like it. We won't this go too ca- far into depth, but let me yeah. just say my bookie's best friend is Harrison Campino. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't know each other either, so that makes it the best part. So unfortunately for the two of these guys, Illinois was up six with roughly three seconds to go in the game. A uh, quick inbounds pass to Mr. Washington and Ohio State. A dribble here, a dribble there, a three-pointer as time expires. Ohio State covers, crushes Niffy's hopes to be able to afford the dinner bill and Harry's hopes to finally break the cold streak. These um, dudes look at me and go, don't watch this. Don't watch it. Niffy's no, sitting there. So Ohio, have, oh, a quick little oh. recap for you. He has his Syracuse beanie on over his eyeballs. Um, Williams on. 
Illinois shooting free throws. Hits both. So it puts him up six. I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there talking to Troy to Troy and Brandon. I was like, how crazy would it be if this mofo pulls up and hits a treyway? Just because you know they're going to let him shoot it. And they both lose. Troy's like, nah, nah, nah. Brandon's like, no way, no way, no. Yeah, I didn't say anything. Niff sits there. Brandon goes, no, they won't let him do that. And then it freaking happens. (laughs) Niff and Harrison sit there in awe. Trev doesn't believe it. Did that go in? Did that go in? I literally said to these guys because I didn't watch it. I go, they have to wave it off or something. Like There's got to be a rule. Challenge it. Challenge I said, someone where's, review where, that. Where's, where's Matt Nagy and the Chicago Bears challenge flag? Oh, dude, I'm, I'm, I felt so bad because we were just sitting there. And it, no one understands why we're flipping out over a game that's already over. Two people on our table have stood up and are like, oh, my God. I'm sitting there. Shout just, out just Kobe Brickner. Man, did, if he didn't stand up, would have been tabletopped in that chair, to say the, the least. Whole, the whole restaurant just turns and looks at our table. I'm just disgusted. Harry doesn't know what to do with himself. It, Jim's sitting there laughing. Troy's laughing. And, Brandon's uh, laughing all right uh, in your yeah, ear. Everyone's just laughing right in my face, and I'm just two-unit bet just walk down the drain flush it move on we got a big weekend ahead of us i cannot do that well you can you're gonna start by giving us a dog of the day for friday and saturday hit us with it friday winthrop over villanova saturday drake over usc those are my dogs of the day smash villanova smash usc smash smash drake over usc uh no we all took drake over usc i believe so i did not Okay. I took USC. But yeah, you so, said smash USC. I was just correcting. Yeah, no. Sure. Uh, since those are my picks, you're going to want to smash the opposite. Oh. <laughs> Fair play. Responsibly. Troy. Responsibly, of course. Troy, what do you got? All right. These are the games you should actually smash. If you're just going to take my word for it, a little bit, a little bit of a hot streak, as the boys have mentioned previously. Uh, so the Friday game. Well, before you give us them. Does it worry you that you have – oh, no, you don't have the same. Never mind. I thought you had one of the same as Trev. No. I purposely – I waited for him to go. to <laughs> <laughs> see what he took. But so Friday game, I'm going to take Ohio over Virginia. Like I said earlier, we went over this. I'm not a big fan of Virginia at all. Their biggest struggle is getting out of the first round, and I don't see that happening this year. Saturday, I'm going to take Oregon State over Tennessee. I hate Tennessee, and I'm, I'm, you guys can um, agree with me on that. We all hate Tennessee, and uh, Oregon State, I mean, they've seemed pretty hot. Even though they're in the Pac-12, they're pretty hot, and uh, I see all signs pointing to these two teams. I just want to sit here and just, like, agree with him so I can say I was right for once. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to. My Saturday, or my Friday, I'm going to take Rutgers to take down Clemson. I believe their conference play um, got them ready for a game against a struggling offensive team like Clemson, and I think Rutgers can take care of business there. And that brings me to Saturday. Saturday is a tough one for me because I want to sit there and I want to agree with Troy. And just take Ohio over Virginia for mine as well. 
I've, I've, like, I really wanted to say that, but I'm not gonna. Just in case he's somehow wrong. Don't worry, Troy, you'll probably be right. You'll probably be 5-0. and We'll probably be sitting here talking about how Nif and I are 0-5 and you're 5-0 and next week. Mm-hmm. I, I hate to do it. I, I really hate doing it. I'm going to go against what, what I picked. I think... See, I'm trying to do this off rip. Like, you guys had yours planned out. I'm trying to just do a gut reaction here. Syracuse over San Diego State. I, I can't do it. I can't do that. Is that I, what I you were thinking? Yeah. I, I, to, I think you have to do it. I, I Odds, 1 to 10? For the memes. Odds, 1 to 10. No, I think I'm just going to say and roll with the team we all took. I'm hoping Michigan State beats UCLA, and then Michigan State will take down BYU. Good pick. Um, as we're doing this, the lines have now dropped. Really? For I'm Friday looking, already? I'm looking at first four games and first round games. Michigan State favorited against UCLA. Notables. Wichita State opens up as a one and a half point favorites against Drake. Rightfully <laughs> so. UCLA and Michigan State opens as a pick'em. Baylor is 25-point favorites. (laughs) Wisconsin, uh, one-point favorite. All right, I'm changing. Scrap it. North Carolina, lock it in. Not Michigan State because I won't risk the playing game. Hold on a second. That wouldn't be an upset. That's an eight eight over a nine. Dog of the day is a spread, baby. Okay. It's a dog in the band world. Wow, dude takes a one-point spread. Congratulations, Jim. If you get that, hey, I'm giving you, you know half what? a point. You ever been in a slump before? Um, you bunt for a single here and there to get out of that slump, sweetheart. Uh, Illinois opens up at 21-point favorites. Houston at 18.5. Rutgers-Clemson, pick them. Wow. That's surprising me. So, they put I'm, a... so I'm really sex. floating on that dog. Gonzaga doesn't have a line because they don't know who they're playing yet. No, they don't know who they're playing yet, so the line's not there. The over-under on Ohio-Virginia is 131.5. Iowa opens up at 15. Uh, St. Bonaventure versus LSU is Pickham. Wow. Bonnies did play really well today. Um, And Alabama opens up at 16. So no line for Michigan, no line for Gonzaga. Uh, for me, San Diego State opens up at one and a half. So Syracuse plus one and a half sounds fantastic to me. <laughs> uh, also Loyola Chicago minus two, so I'll also be taking that one. That over under is one twenty seven. Wow. Wow. That's low. That's so low. The lowest one I'm seeing right now, I see Purdue and North Texas is one twenty six. That's because Purdue will probably score a hundred points. Yep. Give up 15. 100 to, 100 to 25 <laughs> under hits. <laughs> Imagine. Uh, Utah State, Texas Tech, 133. That's pretty low. Texas Tech could uh, as defensive team. That's why. Georgia Tech, Loyola Chicago, 127. I think I said that already. Rutgers and Clemson, 128. There are some, there are some wild lines here, folks. All right, boys. I think we're going to conclude that here. That's right, so a little quick recap. Troy, Ohio over Virginia. Oregon State over Tennessee. Niffy's running. Winthrop over Nova. Drake, hopefully, beating Wichita State and then beating USC. 
Um, I guess we'll say Cuse has his sleeper dog in case Drake Lee and Drake in case Drake loses. Okay, I'm good with that. I'll give you that one. And I'll roll Rutgers in North Carolina. Hopefully, get me on the board here. Uh, boring picks, but hey, you gotta do what you gotta do. All right, baby, let's go. It's the best time of the year. It's the best it's time of year. Than, We're all geeking Christmas. here at 11 o'clock at night. Selection Sunday night. Counting the hours until tip-off. Counting the hours, so hopefully y'all join us on the live stream Saturday, right as the first tip of the first game uh, gets going. Um, we're looking night. forward to it. We can't wait. Um, I'm sure you guys are just as excited. Maybe not as excited as we are. Actually, scratch that. I know Niff won't sleep tonight. He's going to be thinking he'll probably sleep in Syracuse stuff every day until they play this weekend. Um, hey, baby, he's got, got the... already got the jersey on, baby. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Guys, thanks for coming back and joining us this week. Uh, This is the student section over and out. Uh, We're presented by Capital Sports Media Network. From high schools to the pros, CSMN is the Capital Region's home for everything sports. We're signing off, y'all. Peace. God bless. Peace. What's going on, everybody? This is Kyle Milligan, founder of CSMN. Thank you so much for listening today. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Capital Sports MN and find all of our content on our website at CapitalSportsMN.com. Peace out, everyone. God bless.